0: Good Good morning and welcome to Book Talk. It's brought to you by the bookshelf at the corner of Walnut and Boeinger, downtown Batesville. The number to call, 812-934-5800. Again, 812-934-5800. And uh, it's time we uh, we take attendance on this program. And uh, uh, who do we have this morning?
1: Uh, this is Mary calling
0: in. Hi, Mary. And so far, no Chris yet?
1: Hi. Uh. Uh, yes, uh, but okay. that's okay. That's okay. We we can do this.
0: Okay, um, yeah. You, you've you soloed before.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a problem. Um, we'll um, we'll start off with our indie bestseller list. How's that sound? All right. And sounds just, good. Yeah, we got a lot of stars this week. So um, you can tell it's getting that time of the year with um, books out for the holidays. So that's a good thing. Um, we like new books. Of course, we like old books, too, but what the heck. Our first one in the hardcover fiction on our indie bestseller list is a debut. It's a star. Um, it's Colson Whitehead, and it's Harlem Shuffle. This is a, a mystery, and it's set back in the... Um, uh, it's not too distant past But uh, distant past anyway But it's um, a mystery set in Harlem, New York And um, it it really, really sounds good He's done um, a few other books That are noteworthy But this is his newest one And it is debuting at number one Number two, Sally Rooney Beautiful World, Where Are You? Number three is a debut um, She's one of our favorite authors Lane Moriarty and it's Apples Never never Fall, which is an interesting title. Of course, we know they do, but um, according to her book, they don't. Lauren Groff, Matrix at number four. The Madness of Crowd, Louise Penny, is, debuting, er, is there at number five. We talked about her last week. Mm, let's see. No other debuts on that list. In the nonfiction, number one is a debut. It's Fuzz, When Nature Breaks the Law. That's Mary Roach. <laughs> Excuse me. Number two, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, Charlie McKessie. Number three, Crying in H Mart, a Memoir, Michelle's Honor. Number four, Starred is a debut. It's called Unbound, the Story of Liberation and the Birth of the Me Too Movement, and that's Tarana Burke. Finding the Mother Tree, Suzanne Simard, number five. See, number seven is a debut, too, Travels with George. In search of Washington and his legacy, now I got to tell you, the cover on this book is I, I thought it was just real cute. It's a kind of a scene and then it's got a um, rearview mirror on it, and you see President Washington in the rearview mirror. And it's just like, that's a cute cover. I picked that one up, so that one looks kind of neat. Number eight is also a debut, Your Guide to Not Getting Murdered in a Quaint English Village. I don't know if I really have to say any more about that. That title pretty well explains things. And that's Maureen Johnson. Number 13 is also a debut on our list. It's called Wild Land, The Making of America's Fury, Evan Osmos. I did not look that one up, but it sounds kind of interesting but that's debuting at number 13 in our paperback fiction um, number 1 The Song of Achilles Madeline Miller Circe Madeline Miller number 2 Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo at number 3 People We Meet on Vacation at number 4 that's Emily Henry and Anxious People Frederick Backman there are no debuts on our paperback list this week in the fiction in the nonfiction, um, Robin Wall Kimmerer is still at number one with Braiding Sweetgrass. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk, at number two. David Sedaris, The Best of Me, number three. The Body, A Guide for Occupants, Bill Bryson, number four. And number five, The Old Farmer's Almanac, 2022. So you need to read up to see uh, what the weather's going to be this winter. It's always interesting. Um, do you know anything, Tom, about um, predicting the winter using persimmons?
0: Uh, no, I have not heard that one, but uh, I know that usually the, uh, usually the farmer's almanac and then also the, uh, I guess, the fuzzy caterpillars and so forth. Yeah,
1: well, persimmons, if you uh, take them and, and split them open, and you will see one of three things. You'll see either like a spoon, a fork, or a knife in there. And they're usually pretty accurate. I don't know if anybody's got any persimmon trees around here. We used to, but we don't. Um, a, a spoon means you're going to be shoveling a lot of snow. A knife means it's going to be bitterly cold. And a fork is, it's moshed. So um, I, I think those old things are just fascinating. It's like the old farmer's almanac. It just, you know, tells you a lot about stuff that, you know, what's happening. And, you know, there's there's truth in that, in the stuff, in the, in the old, um uh, um, wives' tales, if you want to call them. There's always a grain of truth in there. Number 11 they debut on our list. It is The Dressmakers of Auschwitz, the true story of the women who sowed to survive, and that's Lucy uh, Addington. So that's, that really sounds like a good one, too. In the children's early and middle grade readers, Friends Forever, Shannon Hale, at number one. Willow Dean, number two, Catherine Applegate. We talked about this a little last week. Um, it just looks like a really cool story. Of course, Catherine Applegate, you can't go wrong. Raleigh Jefferson's Awesome Friendly Spooky Stories, Jeff Kinney at number three. Hookie, Myram, Miriam um, Bonostri, Tur is number four. And Cat Kid Comic Club, Dave Pilkey. There are no debuts on that list this week. They, <coughs> they just kind of moved around each other. Um, the Young Adult, they both died in the end, Adam Silvera. We were, we were Liars, E. Lockhart, Fire Keeper's Daughter, number three, Angeline Bully. And number four, they debut on the list, it's Brigid Kemmerer, and it's Defy the Night.
0: And Mary, wanna, we have Chris on the line.
1: Yay! That's good. <laughs> um, so, and number five, Karen McManus, One of Us is Lying. White Smoke is a debut on our list at number six with Tiffany Jackson. Good morning, Chris. Or not. Is, is she? Or not? <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'll go into the Children's Illustrated. Uh, number one, of course, with Holiday coming up. Room on the Broom, Julia Donaldson, Good Night Moon, Margaret Weiss Brown, number two, The Bad Seed Presents, The Good, The Bad, and The Spooky. I love that little series. It's Jory John, and um, it's a whole little series about this. It's a bad seed, but, you know, it turns out right in the end. The Little Blue Truck's Halloween, it's Alice Shirtle, and Norman didn't do it. Yes, he did. Number five, Ryan Higgins. Um, number 13 is a debut on our list, Jonathan Stutzman. Bear is a bear. Okay, that's pretty well-explained. And number 15, where do diggers trick or treat? And that's a cute little one with um, a little, little um, machines, little, um, all kinds of little stuff for little guys. That looks like fun. Children's Series, Dog Man, Dave Filky, number one. Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland, number two, Babysitter's Club Graphics, Ann Martin, Elephant and Piggy, number four, that's Mo Willems, and the I Survived series, which is always really cool, round out our top five. So, do we have Chris back with us by any chance, Tom?
0: Hey, Mary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna call Chris and uh, get her on the line for you here. Just a second. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it on the fly here, shall we say?
1: Okay. Pretty well sums up our lives.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Improvise. Yep. Yep. Improv- improvisation. Yes. Yeah. Good morning, Chris. <laughs> You're on the air, so keep ha- it clean.
2: We're having some technical <laughs> difficulties this morning.
0: Yes, all right, but we we have we're now full strength, so uh, we'll uh, uh, so Mary, if you want, to go ahead and continue on where uh, where you left off, and we'll I, go from there.
1: I just I just actually finished all my um, indie bestsellers, so okay, um, good deal. Chris, you got the USA Today up?
2: Okay, yes, I can almost hear you. So um, I'm gonna. I'm assuming you're asking me to do. USA Today? Yes. Okay. All right. I will do that. Here, let's get over there and see what we're doing. Okay. So, let's see. I'm trying to, I, I, uh, let's see. There's going to be some similarities. There's a lot of things on USA Today that were on the indie bestseller. Um, So, our USA Today is number one, and it's a debut. Is apples never fall? That's Lane Moriarty's. I believe that's on our list. Was it on our list? Yes, it was. Yes, it and this is another one of her. Debuting. Yeah, it's one of her great mysteries, and it's debuting. Um, you know, this week. Uh, Enemy at the Gates is also debuting. Um, that's Vince Flynn. Now when we say it's debuting, it's debuting in paperback because it was a hardcover and it did very well, but it's it's now out in paperback and also doing very well, obviously. Um, next in line is Joshua Weissman's new cookbook, An Unapologetic Cookbook, and it <laughs> contains more than a hundred recipes for hosting and entertaining. I believe he might be on the like one of the food channels or something. He must be, be a, is, a celebrity, a, is it, a celebrity chef kind of a thing. Is he a healthy dude or is he a let's eat good dude? I think he's a fun cook, okay. <laughs> rather than okay. a yeah, rather than a. I do like the Okay, title. let's see. Um, debuting at number four is Harlem Shuffle. I believe he may be debuting on um, the indie list also. This mm-hmm. has had so much buzz for a long time. Uh, it's a family saga, and it's a crime story, and it's set in 1960s Harlem. It's got a lot of good stuff to it. And, of course, you know, uh, Colson Whitehead uh, just won the Pulitzer for his series of books, and so we can only expect, uh, once again, a fabulous book coming from him. Um, Staying on the list is American Marxism by Mark R. Levine. Um, He's uh, reasserts his thesis from the liberty of tyranny, you know, the ideology that's now pervasive, so to speak, in American society. I Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover is still um, doing very well. It's at number six. A Hunter's Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century. Um, <laughs> this is considered psychology and self-help. Um, it's evolution and the challenges of modern life by yeah. Heather Hying. <laughs> Hunter-gatherer's Guide. Uh, it reminds me of that cartoon that we had on our... <laughs> Our calendar about you know reminding the caveman to go out and gather, not just hunt. <laughs> Let's see, what do we have next? Uh, number eight, that's still hanging in the top ten by Laura Dave. The last thing he told me, and that was a great summer read. And I think it's just going to continue. It's done. It's done very well, and I think it will just keep on going. Uh, there's. Um The Shielding Ember, this is uh, at number nine. This is also a debut. Um, And this is kind of a romance a well known Olympian and a man who avoids the spotlight try and make their relationship work. And this is the seventh in a series, and she has a a list of these fun romances. Forgotten in Death is um, still, it was number one last week and it dropped to ten. Detective Eve Dallas investigates two murder cases. This is the 53rd in that series, and it's still up here on on the top ten. So the next bunch. Oh, this is one Faith Hunter. Uh, she hasn't done a Jane Yellow Rock for a while. It's been oh at least a couple years. It's called True Dead. It's kind of like a, a city stackhouse kind of a series oh, yeah. that she's done. And she's coming back to New Orleans after a surprise attack on her people. And this is the 14th in that series. I used to read all those. They were fun. I, I just kind of got away from them. Maybe I ought to pick that up. <laughs> um, Billy Summers, number 12, Stephen King. He's a killer for hire. This is going to do well right up until the holiday season. It's a great, great book. Uh, number 13, It's a Beautiful World. It debuted last week at Number two, uh, this is Sally Rooney's coming-of-age story about four young adults and the life that's catching up with them, and this is set in, I think this is set in Dublin, if I remember correctly, um, that story is, The Beautiful World, Where Are You? The Love Hypothesis is number 14, and it's also a debut, and it is a, it's a romance. It's gotten a lot of good bugs, a lot of fun. Um, a fake romance gets real between two scientists, so they say there's a lot of uh, good uh, back-and-forth uh, dialogue in this, uh, in this little romance, so it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Uh, number 15, the atomic habits is still trying to teach us good habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. No, next sixteen, the seven habits, uh, seven husbands. (laughs) Evidently, that was a habit for her. Yeah, I was going to say, just (laughs) have husbands, many husbands. (laughs) the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, legendary film actress, discusses her rise to fame with a journalist. Seems like a lot of fun. It is also in paperback. A slow fire burning. This is Paula Hawkins' new book. Um, At seventeen, it was. Uh, debuted at 10 last week um, when a young man is murdered in a London houseboat. Three unconnected women who knew him are drawn into the mystery. And, of course, uh, Paula Hawkins is well-known for The Girl on the Train, which did very well in both uh, book and movie. And I'm sure A Slow Fire Burning is destined to become a movie. The Midnight Library, by Matt Haig is still... um, Doing well at number 18. Uh, the Wisdom of Crowds is uh, debuting by uh, Joe Abercrombie. And uh, Black Collar gathers his forces and plots his vengeance in the third of the series. This is fantasy and sci fi The Wisdom of Crowds. Doesn't sound like a sci fi title, it's, but.
1: I was thinking the same thing. I thought that's <laughs> got to be a, a self help. Psychology
2: book. No, nothing's done. And and rounding out the top twenty is Room on the Broom by Julia Donaldson. <laughs> this is a, a perennial uh, Halloween book. We have lots of Halloween books at the shop. We've oh, just yeah. managed to get those out, and I think we have Room on the Broom in like three or four different um, formats. Yes, I think we do. I think we have a board book. I think there might be a paperback. And there's there's another one that's kind of interactive where they have things that move and twist and uh, that kind of stuff. (laughs) So that's our bestseller list from the USA Today. Um, Let's see, what do we have that's coming out today? We should be getting a shipment a lot of really cool things coming out. We didn't get all of these we didn't get all of these books that are that we're going to discuss because they're stuck in the pipeline. You know, mm-hmm. we, we've been saying this for the last month that there's going to be a problem getting stuff and it's starting to happen. So, some of these books that were due out today and they were supposed to come have not arrived. And you know, I was just seeing an article or um, a news broadcast. It was it last night or the night before? That in, on both the West Coast and the East Coast, there are hundreds of container units stalled out in the harbor that they can't get into the dock, get
1: unloaded. I saw the same thing, and I thought, oh, no wonder nobody, anybody can find nothing. I mean, yeah, like
2: and everything. I'm thinking, oh my God, are, are our books sitting in those things? But I know. Very well I was the same thing. <laughs> very well be, and it, I guess it's evidently that they don't have the dock workers. Yeah, it's not that they they can't they don't have anybody to unload them. Yeah, and then they don't have any truck drivers, to move them, out and across the country. Yeah. So you know, I I, I just don't understand that.
1: That's like um, in Britain. I don't know if you saw that or not. That they um, ha- are having exactly. shortages because they don't have truck drivers to right. take
2: and, in, and, uh, fuel from one. You truck know what? Or I'm just wondering if during the pandemic, so many of the people that this was their occupation, they said, "You know, I've got to find another job," and now they're not going back to truck driving. I, I think there's
1: a myriad of reasons for that oh, problem I'm sure, there, but um, something to do with
2: Brexit and everything else. But Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it, that's, it, that's right, because so many of the truck drivers it, were foreigners and they had to leave. Yes. But, you know, so they don't, they don't have the, the staff to do it, and it's kind of yep. probably so it's, part of the problem we have here.
1: You know, it's so, the ripples in the pond thing, and
2: yeah, um, exactly. So we'll go through some of these things. Some of them we have. One, it's a big, big book that was, you know, a lot of people were waiting for. The portrait of Walt Disney World, fifty years of the most magical place on earth. It's it's it kind of it's a great coffee table book. If you're a Disney, if you love to go to Disney, this would have been just lovely. However. It is one of those that has not come in, and um, we don't know when, but um, hopefully it'll be in before the holidays. Um, Anthony Doerr has a new book out. Of course, he won the Pulitzer Prize for All the Light We Cannot See. We still have people coming in every so often asking for that book. His new one is called Cloud Cuckoo Land, and which is kind of a strange title for sure, um, It's a novel about children on the cusp of adulthood in a broken world who find resilience, hope, and story. So you're thinking, okay, this is going to be a coming-of-age thing. This puppy is set in the besieged city of Constantinople in 1453.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would have been my guess.
2: Yeah, okay. And then it's also set in a public library in Lakeport, Idaho today. And then the next thing is on a spaceship bound for a distant exoplanet decades from now. So this is really an interesting wow. book. This has got a lot of stuff in it going wow. for it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and, and I guess you just can't expect any less from Anthony Doerr. because he has such a great imagination. Uh, one that I'm sure we should have uh, on the way today is uh, Nicholas Sparks' new book, The Wish. Once again, this book has gotten tremendous buzz, really good. They think this is going to outdo The Notebook, which I think is going to be really a hard estimation. I think that was one of the best books ever, but they're yeah. saying The Wish is, is going to take, take it over. So oh. that's out today and, and should be available. Um, Susan Mallory, we love her. She has, she has does the, the best um, little romances. This is another one supposed to be in today, The Christmas Wedding Desk. Um, now, here's the funny thing about this one. Um, the paperback, and, and they're, they're publishing this in paperback and hardcover at the same time, which they oh. do. A lot, you know, with Harlequin. This is one of the things they do. Um, The paperback is not available, but the hardcover is. And they're not giving us any dates. You know, they're just saying, we expect it, should have been here, not here. But if you would like to read it, we can get you one in hardcover. We usually bring the paperback in and the hardcover if somebody wants it. So that's the story on the Christmas wedding gift. Um, what else do we have? Oh, a same thing, Heather Graham, The Unknown. This is another one of her crew of hunters. It's out, supposedly out today. Number 35, hardcover is available, but the paperback is not. So oh, yeah. we should have it, hopefully, as soon as they can get it off a boat, I suppose. <laughs> um, what are some other? Uh, Holly Jackson has a new one coming out, and, of course, she's um, a, such a good... Uh, she wrote The Girl's Guide to Murder. This is As Good as Dead. This is a YA, one of those 9 to 99 great stories. It's usually kind of set around with young adults or teenagers, but it, it's it's, trem- it's a good story. But it, it's for any age. Um, the Beatrice Prophecy is Kate G- B. G- Camillo's new one, and it just, it's just sounds like it's going to be a great one. Um, I'm looking forward to that one also. Susanna Clarke has uh, *Piranesi* is now in paperback, so people that were waiting for that is available. R.J. Palacio, of course, well known for the book *Wonder* that was a tremendous bestseller, has a new book out called *The Pony*, and it's it's kind of an interesting story about a little boy who's trying to find his father, and um, this pony shows up. It, it, it's a, it's a historical. It's set in, in the Old West. And he feels that this pony was given to him so he could find his dad. So once again, a great story. Got a lot of cool things in it. Um, And then October, a lot of these books that are coming out today are listed as an October release. Um, The Christmas Stories, the Christmas romances come out now. Uh, right about now. So Mary Mm -hmm. Kate Andrews has one. She's one of your favorites, isn't she? I love her. I just finished reading one of hers not too long ago. Okay, so she's got a Christmas one coming, and Sheila Roberts has one. We already talked about Susan Mallory. She has, and then there's, you know, um, lots and lots of these little paperbacks that are coming down there. Another one that looks really cute, and I think this is going to be a great Christmas and let's see, yep, that's in stock and I'm hoping it should be here today, is what do you say, little blue truck? Oh, a new one. It's a new little blue truck. And, of course, this Yay. is a sound one. And now that's not one that we like to bring in at the shop, um, <laughs> especially if it doesn't have an on-off switch. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> but we'll get that one. Looks like oh, it's Oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah, and uh, so those are, those are just some of the ones. Uh, there's a new book on um, uh, Bourdain uh, is, is coming out uh, today. Uh, it's also not here yet either, doggone it. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, it's a definitive oral biography, um, so all of his fans. This would surely be a good one. Um, the dinosaur series, you know, how do dinosaurs do this and that?
0: And this is a new
2: one called um, Say Goodbye, and I love those things. They're so cute. And the illustrator is Mark Teague, and they're just wonderful. And lots of little romances, tons and tons of tons of stuff that are coming out all the Christmas. How many do we have? Ah, there's only 612 new books that are coming out Oh, is that all? Okay. That's it all. So I don't think we're going to be able to go through the whole list. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, let's look and see if there's anything for next week. That is just going to jump out and yell at me to say we need it. Oh, yes, Amor Tolls. We've been waiting for this one. This is The Lincoln Highway. Um, it's a novel uh, by the, um, uh, on more Tolls, of course, did The Gentleman in Moscow that was on the bestseller list. It stayed on there for, like, almost two years. And he's yep. doing one that's set in this country and this oh, one. And, and that's yeah. Jonathan Fransman has a new one. The Crossroads is coming out. And Rick speaking Riety of coming
0: and... uh, coming attractions for next week, we'll look forward to that. And, uh, of course, uh, the, uh, the road is open so uh, yes, the people the can have a open. more direct route to your shop. And, and once again, uh, your uh, time, location, uh, and also your hours, please. Uh, our
2: hours are... Um, tuesday wednesday thursday friday from 11 to 5 saturday um when on there it's
0: 11 to 2 all <laughs> right thank you very much we will talk to you next week on next week's edition of book talk brought to you by the bookshelf